Hello everybody and welcome to Letterbox Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we will be discussing Sally Thorne's The Hating Game. Woohoo! Now a major motion picture. And, and <laughs> what did you think of the movie, Kenzie, real quick? Accurate, would you say? I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I have thoughts. I'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. And with that, if you want to <laughs> kick us off with Get the blow. Get to the blow. <clears throat> Nemesis. Noun. One. A long-standing rival and arch enemy. Two. A person's undoing. Three. Joshua Templeman. Lucy Hutton, baker of cakes, charming assistant and professional nice girl, is waging war. She's got the whole office on her side except for tall, dark and charmless Joshua Templeman. He's been nothing but hostile since the moment they met and now it feels like nothing matters as much as taking him down. Trapped together under the fluorescent lights, they become entrenched in an addictive rivalry. There's the staring game, the mirror game, the HR game. Lucy can't let Joshua beat her at anything, especially when a huge promotion comes up for grabs. Finally, she's going to destroy the man she can't seem to get out of her office, the man taking up far too much space in her head, the man she hates. Or does she? Perhaps the real games have only just begun. Dot, dot, dot. You know how I feel about (laughs) this arch nemesis and hatred bullshit. (laughs) Thoughts, feelings and emotions, Kenzie. No, what are your thoughts, feelings and emotions? (laughs) Yeah, look, menial hatred. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It really did remind me of the Spanish love deception moments and yeah. the love hypothesis. And yeah, if they had a baby, those two books in a corporate setting, this book would be it. Yeah. It was so much familiarity as I was reading it. And then I got curious as to what came first. And it turned out the hating came came first before the love hypothesis and i'm going to assume spanish love deception as well so like mm-hmm. there's like i feel like there's a heavy influence there um yeah. or i suppose two people can still have original ideas and mm. have it be similar um mm. look i found the first few chapters incredibly boring <laughs> uh, i was so close to dnfing but i i pushed through the revelation at the end was stupid i feel <laughs> and it was funny there were some nice moments some genuine you know character content chat between the two main characters but yeah I just thought it was just a little bit too far-fetched and silly in terms of like a nemesis arch rival situation yeah it's very a la love hypothesis really stupid and they're just horny people who just want to fuck each other anyway that's it go on (laughs) cool okay my thoughts feelings and emotions are this book reads like a book (laughs) (laughs) of course like it's just like here's a plot point here's what happens and that integrates into this, which is going to push the plot forward. Blah, 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 blah. I read this book in an evening. I did a, like, tandem read while watching the movie. Which is such a cool thing to do, though. It's a cool concept. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I read, like, half the book and then I started the movie. And then as the movie was going, like, I finished the book and then, like, finished the movie. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah. And, like, it's very accurate. It's probably one of, like, the closest adaptions that i've ever seen to a book i mean there's not much to really stray from so like yeah. if they fucked it up then it must have been a real fuck up yeah but it really does feel like it feels like a mix of like after and um to all the boys i've loved before oh, okay <laughs> like it's on that cusp of like young adult new adult <laughs> yeah i think that's 
also a thing about it that I kind of disliked is that it is considered like an older adult because Lucy is what yeah. twenty eight, but it just yeah. seems still quite juvenile and like immature. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, because like they're adults and they're in like a corporate office setting and like it's very like adult themes or whatever. But then yeah, it feels so childish. Like Lucy just feels very childish and immature, mm. etc. And even Josh is just himbo, but it's it's perfectly cast with Glenn Powell in the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I understand. I thought it was somebody else. I'm pretty sure it's him. If it's not, I've made a huge mistake, but let me check. <laughs> the Glenn Powell renaissance, almost. Yeah. Oh, my God, I think it is someone else. <laughs> <laughs> what is Glenn Powell in that I've watched recently? I, I don't know, Top Gun? Yeah. I'm an idiot. It's not even Glenn Powell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that, though. Okay, no, well, he gives off the same himbo vibes. So. Yeah, 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 and just... There's a lot of comparisons, I feel, to the love hypothesis as well. Yeah. So I feel like that might make Glenn a Powell light has mention. to be in an, adapt- an adaptation. We'll, we will figure this out for you, Kenzie, just to ease your mind. He's been in something like this that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Set it up. Okay, is that a book as well or just... I think so. And it has Zoe Duchesne. 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 Yeah. No, the other one, the oh. one from Vampire Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah is, she not, is she not Duchesne? No. Oh. Deschanel's the other one. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is just Zoe Dooch. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, same concept. <laughs> I mean, but I love the vibe of the, you know, like a renaissance of the romantic comedy, sure, but yeah. this was very boring in my opinion. Yeah. At least until it got to the juice, which was about the interview and then the wedding and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I know, sorry, we're talking about the book, but I can't help but like talk about the movie as well. The movie also like felt like a book <laughs> it was like okay this is clearly like chapter one this is clearly chapter two oh, like, yeah, like structure very, wise yeah it's very just like again like it's a pretty simple book it's a quick read i read mm, it today mm. yeah i think the movie's like a clean hour and a half like yeah i feel like there's not much that could possibly get wrong mm. and yeah it seems like a s- smooth sailing structure as well yeah. Although, of course, I thought the interview was going to be more prominent, but then that never really gets resolved until the end. Mm. Well, it's left open-ended in that sense as well, because yeah. we don't know if she got the job. But yeah, very simple book, simple read. But yeah, if you love Spanish love deception and if you love um, the love hypothesis and perhaps yeah. all those other rom-com genres, then yeah, you'll like this book. But yeah. I don't know, maybe corporate nemesis, enemies to lovers, not even that was not a vibe for me. Let's talk about this false nemesis. False nemesis, like, yes. Situation. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> me neither. It's just menial. It's stupid, bro. Yeah. And it's always like, I understand like the cutesy, like, oh, he's my nemesis, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you're just not vibing with each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, I feel like hate in general is such a very strong word and should be treated very strongly. Yeah. These books undermining a true emotion of hatred. Mm. They're just annoying each other, really. Yeah, and it's like, if you just have open communication. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And yeah, true hatred would be, I don't want to work with you anymore. I'm going to do everything in my power to sabotage your career or get you fired. That is Mm. pure hatred. They are just Mm. like, I'm just going to threat HR if you, you know, insinuate like sexual harassment again, like Mm. verbally, you Mm. know. It's like, Mm. bro, if you really hated him, you'd want him gone. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just going to skip to the revelation at the end because it was just so fucking stupid. She didn't like him because he didn't smile at her when they met. Come yeah. on. Come on. That's stupid. Yeah. So fucking yeah. stupid. 
Is this the one? No, it was another one. See, I'm getting confused with all my books. I was like, is she gave him a present and he didn't like it. No, that, no that was, was um, Spanish. Spanish love, yeah. And that's, there was so much familiarity between that as well. Yeah, look, that revelation was silly. And the fact that he always loved her, you know. Ugh. It's just... Ugh. We've loved always, all my Yeah, same with um, Adam in The Love Hypothesis. Mm. It's like, he, he's just a horny scientist. And Aaron in The Spanish Love Deception. Yeah. But Aaron, you could kind of tell. Oh, I suppose in the same way Josh can tell, because the way they're written, it's obviously strictly Lucy's point of view. But you see what the way he talks to her, like he notices things about her career, like what she likes, what she dislikes, blah, blah, blah. He's actively listening despite how he hates her. Yeah, he's paying attention. And it's like, yeah, it's not even, yeah, because it's her point of view. It's like, oh, he hates me. But when you see like the words and the actions that he was doing slash taking or whatever, it's like, no, he's just being like cordial. Mm. And he's uh, displaying appropriate office behavior. Yeah, like, for sure. It's not like he's going to get down on his knees and be like, I'm in love with you. Like, you make me so horny, blah, blah, blah. Like, Yeah, and especially from Day Dot. Yeah, if anything, she's the one being inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose they're just as bad as each other. But yeah, it's just ugh, the hatred. The, just the declaring being an arch nemesis and the hatred. I understand there's a point in the plot where, you know, they're, they're vying for a the new job role offered mm. in their publishing house and like that competitive nature sure but there was hardly any instances of them actually competing against each other we only got lucy's side with her working with alongside danny and all that and she's like keeping yeah. it all a secret fine but we i suppose oh, now that i say that but it is through lucy's point of view so we have no real insight on what adam is actually doing not adam <laughs> joshua is actually doing <laughs> Um, let's talk about, I really hated <laughs> the whole premise of that, like her, like original company, like got absorbed by a bigger, like publishing like the, company. Just the merging. Is yeah, just the merging. Yeah. And it's like, in what world would this happen? Like, I feel like it I happens. feel like it wouldn't, they wouldn't have like two CEOs or whatever. Right. And right. then they would both have an assistant each or whatever. Like, I feel like they would merge like one CEO and then they would like have a, position underneath them and then that person would have like one assistant yeah like they're all under the one banner ultimately a united front instead of still yeah two separate entities essentially and then like the extreme juxtaposition of like they they were like an indie like publishing company doing like the romances and blah blah blah. who actually cared about the books and stuff yeah and then they're the like serious publishing company who probably published like the finance books like the books about stocks like (laughs) yeah there was that yeah juxtaposing a contrast between the two houses where one is more about the money and selling the units whereas yeah lucy's company is all about you know about the books and the passion for mm. the reading and the literature and all that type of stuff and progressing mm. the industry yeah that see that was pretty cool but yeah i f- do also think it could be unrealistic i there. just thought it was like yeah so extreme yeah in, in a way yeah it makes it a bit unbelievable but of course companies i'm sure have merged before like i'm not mm. a business bro not mm. not in that sort of realm but yeah, I'm, it'd be naive to say that it doesn't happen. But then if mm. it does happen, I feel like, yeah, there wouldn't be two stems leading to the same branch. It would all be one cohesive unit. Yeah. And even like, yeah, as part of the plot, the, they have that. And then they do, yeah, part of the plot is that like we're absorbing like your roles essentially and there's only going to be like one. Yeah, yeah. Like COO, chief officer of whatever Yeah, whatever. I don't know business terms, executive terms. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, just stemming off of that, like, and then they have, you know, the paintball as well to build the team and connect them together. 
Yeah. And it was like, Lucy had come up with this idea, like the retreat or whatever it was. And then Josh was like, oh no, like we're doing paintball and it, I've already gotten it approved and like it's going ahead. And it's like, this would not happen like this in real life. Like no. you would both present the ideas and it would be like decided. Like, yeah. Again, one cohesive unit. Cause otherwise it's like, how does the business even run if. Because yeah, the way it's set up that like, and again, it is from Lucy's point of point of view, but like the way it's set up. That, like, they're against each other the whole time. It's like, this is unrealistic and this wouldn't happen in a real-life scenario. I know, but we've got to sort of suspend yeah. <laughs> our disbelief for a moment. In this menial world, it happens. I can't. This whole thing reminds me of TikTok discourse that I saw that is completely irrelevant from, like, books. But it's just this idea. Because I found it really shit that Josh's idea just got passed on and like all right we're doing yeah. paintball because that's something he wants to do and I feel like that's a very masculine type of yeah. activity because I get yeah TikTok discourse I saw how in relationships you know men really want women like their future partners to be interested in what they want to do but not yeah. in what they want to do or what the women want to do and I feel like that was sort of integrated in this with Lucy because she had you know a nice retreat that could have catered to everybody's yeah. needs Whereas, yeah, with something like paintball, you need, you know, athletic capability. Yeah. You need to and be interested. And it's like, could you have not, like, gone on the retreat and, like, one of the activities was paintball? Yeah, I know. See, there's no compromise. Yeah. And that I suppose that ultimately highlights the two different companies. Yeah. I have a fun fact. Okay. I love if this. You... <laughs> um, fun fact with Mac. <laughs> yes. So, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I did not expect we, us to go to Oprah. Okay. <laughs> ranked this oh no number seventh out of the 20 best romance novels of all time i severely disagree <laughs> i know seventh of all time what is the li- bring up the list kenzie i'll find if you it can i'll find, find it, it. <laughs> i was like there is no way uh but this book was released in 2016 was yeah. this of all time yeah of all time, that is such a big statement. Yeah. Sally Thorne, I know you're Australian and I know we should be supporting Oops. our Aussies, but like, come on, bro, this wasn't it. I'm yeah. sorry. Number one, Pride and Prejudice. I knew that was going to be it. This is on Goodreads. This isn't Oprah Winfrey's, but this is oh, just okay. in general. Because I know it did win or it was up there with like a Goodreads award. Oh, um, number two, Outlander. Number three, Jane Eyre. Four, Gone with the Wind. Five, Sense and Sensibility. Six, The Notebook. Seven, Persuasion. Jane Austen is kicking goals here. <laughs> Eight, Dragonfly in Amber, oh, which is Outlander, number two. And then number nine, Voyager, which is Outlander, number three. Jesus. Overwhelmingly uh, Outlander. See if there's any. I'm skipping ahead, but 15, The Princess Bride. Oh, I'm sure if it was on a list, I believe you. Obviously, oh. the list has been, like, updated or something. Yeah. 21, The Duke and I, Bridgerton. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, sounds like it's very updated, which I'm sure, yeah, once upon a time, this book would have been up there, I guess. But yeah, I, I respectfully disagree. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Bridgerton on here. And Nicholas Sparks, of course. And Jane Austen. I mean, Sally Thorne, I did enjoy the way the book was written. I did like the like writing style and stuff, but it's just the concept. I liked the writing style because it made it easy, comfortable read. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's just perhaps the the genre content itself was just not it yeah perhaps yeah and like you were surprised when I told you she was Australian because I you know looked out up on Goodreads and then yeah, yeah there was a little description of her living in Australia and I'm like oh did you know this um and you said that she wrote America so well I feel like in this book there were no real defining locations to where they are it was all 
I don't think, yeah, at all. It was just like going to his apartment, her yeah, apartment, true. just the the name of the publishing houses as well, and yeah. just like the wedding. I don't even remember. I think there was one location, which is where the brother's wedding was held. Oh yeah, and probably where her parents live, which I can't remember. But yeah, I can't remember either. But yeah, so she really didn't need, to, didn't have to like overly exert her American like city mm. location knowledge. Even though that's the assumption, they could be Australian yeah. for a wiener. Yeah. Um. Did you find the little plotty twist? between Josh and Mindy. Did you see that coming? Oh, that they dated. Yeah. Or that something was um, sus. Yeah, I th- knew something was sus, but I was just like, I didn't guess that. And I was just like, well, that's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just awkward as well. Mm. Yeah, as soon as uh, Lucy was describing everybody at the wedding, looking at Josh and like with sad eyes and wondering how he's coping, I'm like, this chick, they definitely boned. That's not all yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it turned out yeah, that they were in the relationship that he revealed yeah. to Lucy that when the merger yeah. happened they split. Yeah. Which yeah, awkward as hell. But at least they're on good terms. And like he should have could have explained that. Like I don't understand the whole hiding these secrets. Yeah. Like it added nothing to the plot really. No. Like it didn't make a big difference in anything. No. I suppose, you know, he just had to have something to hide. Yeah. Because ultimately the point of going to the wedding was like owing a favour and like it was meant to be like a one and done thing, you know? Yeah. Because it always is. What did you think about Danny and that whole like relationship trail? Poor Even though it did, Danny. didn't go anywhere. I know, Danny was such a good guy. <laughs> yeah, like she just used him. I was like, you're being an awful person. Yeah. She's like, let me use you to make Josh jealous essentially i think she genuinely wanted to date him but josh was just being stupidly over possessive and that that also ticked me off the like okay like i want you to go and kiss him and like if it doesn't feel the same then like i'll bone you (laughs) bone (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know i didn't i understand he wanted to prove a point that like you know danny is not the man for you but the way that went about it reminded me of oh which book was it Maybe it was November 9, you know, go on dates and do this and all that type of stuff as well. Like, him telling her what to do. And it's like, bro, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. But yeah, if you hated her, why why did you care as well yeah. about what she did? But yeah, poor Danny. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was going to be a bit more of a sleaze because um, yeah. cause it was his last day. And the way he said something about, you know, I'm a freelancer, you know, we can keep in touch so you can give me a gig. I was like, this yeah. is going to come around. And then I thought he was going to spill the secrets as well. Yeah, same. I thought that he would he would have played a bigger part. Yeah. yeah. But no, it, I guess it just goes to show that we can ha- we can have like genuine nice guys who, you know, that she went on a date with and they can still remain but friends afterwards. But nice guys finish last. I know. In, in, in <laughs> comparison, yeah, Joshua was a bit of a dick. Danny deserved better. Do we want to talk about, actually, no, just what's your opinion on like one the little code that Josh has in his little day planner. I don't fucking care, bro. <laughs> but it's like how fucking weird. I know. Yeah. I... Like this is a day that like you wore a dress. Like this you wore is a, a day skirt. that like yeah, yeah. And then him painting his bedroom wall to match her eye color. That's crazy. That's del- that's Delulu. <laughs> I'm like, sir, I'm gonna need you to stay a hundred feet away from me. Him and Adam would be friends from the love hypothesis. Yeah. They'd be best buds. They could swap some notes. Yeah. Now look, that is weird behavior. And also, 
I want to um, talk about how, like, Lucy's relationship with her parents, like, highlights that, like, she has no friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, girl, like, I think you just need some female friends. Yeah, like, true. Her only female friend abandoned her because... Yeah. <laughs> but she explained because of her, of how close she is to her boss, the CEO and stuff, like, no one trusts yeah. her with her, with their secrets and stuff. And yet she still decides but to be like a people have pleaser. But friends outside of work. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just, like, we need to develop... Yeah, these female MCs to have like more female friends, or but the female friends will then be a plot device for jealousy or bitchiness. It's funny, like we always complain in the world about you know misogynistic views, and you know we criticize how women are written, and yet authors these days you know aren't even walking in tow with that to change that. Like, let's write female MCs who has a bunch of like close girlfriends who are you know who have her back, who support her. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it did seem weird that she did have no friends other than Val- Valerie, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah, she she lost her job and then she held it against Lucy for no, for really no reason. And I thought maybe Valerie was, was going to come up again and make an appearance. But yeah, I don't know. That's just so silly. But it comes across that Adam... Why do I have to keep calling him Adam? Oh, my God. <laughs> Josh seems like he has no friends either. So they're just lonely. Are they, they're just weird and lonely corporate folk together. Are they just like, yeah, stuck at work like all the time? Okay, let's talk that absolute crazy manipulation when Lucy has her sex dream. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then so she shows up to work in a sexy little black dress. <laughs> very inappropriate. Very HR. Because she's like, ha ha ha, I'm going to show off to Josh because this is what he is missing. Even though I hate him, ha ha ha, I'm going to make him jealous. And then he forces her hand to be like, oh, you have a date? And she's like, actually, I do with Danny, lol. And he's like, oh, I happen to be, she's like, it's at this bar at this time. And she and he's like, ha ha, I happen to be going to that bar as well at that time to watch the game. <laughs> Yeah, I found that so silly because I feel like Josh I understand was also the plot device. Yeah. yeah, I understand the plot device, but she could have just been like, no, I'm meeting friends after work or something. Like, I'm going for but a we, drink. We like, don't believe her. Come on. <laughs> I know, but like she didn't have to say, like, I'm going on a date. But I guess like because she wanted to make him jealous. I feel like it was very uncalled for 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 josh as well because again like they hate each other but he's having this weird possessiveness over her as well and yeah refusing for her to date anybody and yeah th- i think yeah in that instance they were lying to each other to see who would break but then they both eventually mm. had to have attended mm. and then the and, lying game and then if you will. yeah and then josh <laughs> got pissed off when she actually rocked up with a date like come on yeah yeah I-, I feel like she didn't need to tell him in the end that it was initially a lie because that's none of his fucking business yeah and she genuinely um, wanted to date Danny. I don't see the issue with that. Yeah. So then also let's talk about him. He's like, okay, well, I'll drive you to the bar. And she's like, cool, thanks. That whole thing but is he, weird. You're trying to date somebody and this other but guy But then they have a looming. really hot, steamy kiss yeah. in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Stand. Like hot, but. <laughs> if, if someone in real life, someone you know, was like, all right, I'm going on a date with somebody. But this guy at work is fucking looming me over. And then. Yeah. On the way to the date, he kissed me in the elevator. Like, what do you say to them? You're like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I understand, you know, you play your field, I suppose, but you still yeah. got to be respectful of your process. Yeah. She went, planned to go on a date with Danny. You don't arrive in another guy's car who had I just know. kissed you. Like, come on. Yeah. There's a courtesy and respect there. Yeah. And so anyway, Danny calls her beautiful. We and then that. she starts to cry. <laughs> I, I found so and then, of course, she left her jacket or whatever in Josh's car. So he gives it to her, like, at the bar. And he's like, yeah. why are you crying? And she's like, because you ruined me. Because 
another man's called me beautiful and I can't handle that because you're always teasing me, blah, blah, blah. And calling her, like, pathetic and stuff. Yeah. Did you realise that the roses or the flowers were from Josh? No, I think, I was, day? I, think I was skimming so hard. Oh, I, be- I, like, I, believed, oh. I believed Lucy's point of view. She thought it was from Danny. I believed it so, was from Danny. So next day... But then Danny was like, the daisies or something like that. And that's when I was yeah. like, huh? Okay. Yeah, he was like, oh, flowers. Yeah, because so the next day at work, because of course this happened on a work night in America, <laughs> she gets a bunch of roses delivered and it says like, you're always beautiful. And I was like... Well, that wouldn't be Danny because they had, he just called her beautiful and then they didn't really have a follow-up conversation from that. It was like Josh had the follow-up conversation. Yeah. It seems so silly. It's like, Josh, just fucking talk. Like, this is, it's like a really strained miscommunication trope. Like, anyone in their real life surely would be like, all right, I'm going to have this mature conversation with you. I like you. I want to date you. Please don't date anyone else. Fine. Get over it. But no, it's that, like, unnecessary longing and yearning for her that drives me off the wall. And like Danny is genuine. Danny deserves better. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. I really don't like that relationship at all. <laughs> <laughs> red flags, all the red flags. But he's a sad boy, so we have to love him. <sighs> yeah. No, that's right. So actually, uh, we'll get to it. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead. It's okay. We're just. I like this vibe we got going so on. So they go paintballing. Yes. Have you ha- have you ever been paintballing? No. Okay. I was just curious. I have. Look, look at it. Hurt. Yeah, it hurts. Anyway, and. Um, what's her name? Lucy <laughs> um, comes down with the plague. <laughs> yeah, she's sick because, of course, she has to get sick. He has to take care yeah, of her. Yeah, she's sick, and so Josh takes her home. Okay, and now let's talk about the absolute delulu <laughs> <laughs> of this whole situation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so Josh takes her home, and he stays and like takes care of her and like cleans her apartment. Also, his brother just happens to be a doctor, so he gets him over to like check on her and stuff it's and overbearing then, yeah and this is when like lucy hears them talking about the wedding and josh is like you have to come and then patrick is like josh you have to come and then josh is like yeah okay i'll bring this chick i guess <laughs> she's right here <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway and then she's like oh my god i guess he doesn't hate me because he stayed and looked after me <laughs> yeah look very much delulu right there like if my work colleague that i hated yeah hate quote unquote yeah, hate very loose while i have the plague i'd be like get out of my house yeah like. leaving the fucker and like is borderline controlling like maybe it's just because i'm in my place of work you know when someone says no you got to respect that and like you got to just yeah. back off like you can't force anybody to do anything they have dignity yeah. of risk whatever but in these books it's always written as the man who's like always pushing the boundary of no i'm getting you a doctor yeah. no i'm doing this and doing that and like I, don't, I suppose all women want is their male partner to like look after them and coddle them you know and treat them well when they're sick like we've got that that's the bare minimum right but like this is too controlling and overbearing and she doesn't even know Patrick, the doctor. Like, she has probably has a family doctor she could go to, you know, as yeah. well. I think it's just overcrossing those boundaries and it's too much overprotectiveness. And then, yeah, the whole it's like wedding she thing. has gastro. Give her 48 hours and some hydrolite. Exactly. She'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's really so, all it was. So this is the um, term round, rounded out moment. This is, Can't think of this the word. is where it kind of got interesting, where I perked up a bit, because the first few chapters, like several chapters up to this point, was just menial office talk, menial I hate you, the staring game, yeah. this game, that game, whatever, job interview, blah, blah, blah. And now we get into the meat and the juice of the book. Yeah. So this is where um, it's like the call back to the flowers. So she goes back to work and Danny has daisies. And so I think she says like, oh, you and the flowers. Mm. 
And he's like, oh, like plural? Like, yeah, he doesn't understand. Yeah, got confused. And that's where I got confused because I was like, I saw roses, but then she's mentioning daisies. I'm like, what? Yeah, he, so he asks her to dinner and kisses her on the cheek and this makes Josh angry. I hate everything about this. Yeah, she gives Josh strawberries because her family has a strawberry farm. Sorry, yeah, I was going to say, and it seems like when she was sick in that moment, like that was when they had their most genuine human conversations Mm. and chat and they genuinely got to know each other because, yeah, Yeah. she was asking Josh about his family and like his parents and his brother or after Patrick left, of course. It's like the only time they can actually have a genuine conversation with each other is when they're not at work, which perhaps is an issue is the issue to begin with yeah. or maybe it's just that that i suppose maybe even juxtaposition of you know because they hate work work hate each other but then they obviously like each other outside of work and all that stuff but like come yeah on. so anyway she gives him strawberries as a thank you gift and he and like figures out that the roses are from him she tries she wants him to kiss her but he doesn't he and that's what this is where he says i want you to go to dinner with, with danny i want you to kiss him and if you don't feel that anyone kisses you the same way that I do, then first of all, yeah, <laughs> arrogance. He, I know he's not like he's not gonna kiss you better than I can. Yeah, it's like bro. It's like any girl telling a guy like, "Oh, no guy has ever made me come" or whatever, and then the guy being like, "Well, I've made every woman that I've been with come," and it's like, "No, it's you like, haven't." <laughs> it's like, have you though? Yeah. Have you? How how did Oprah top make this a top seven? <laughs> come on, Oprah. So, I know you're a smart so woman. Like, as to be expected she goes to dinner she kisses danny she doesn't feel anything so she runs on her tiny little legs because she's so petite to josh but like straight after she kisses danny she's like he's danny's saliva is in her mouth she's like actually i want to be friends that's it and they're like okay cool i feel like every anyone would be awkward and then danny had a right to like would have had the right to avoid her forever now yeah i have Um, just a quick i feel like please raise your hand (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> this again <laughs> i have a question oh i don't have a question Claire, i, I see that you've raised your hand would you okay. like to say yes, something i would like to say i will lower my hand how it's embarrassing that her and danny had better chat slash chemistry than her and joshua throughout the entire yeah. book and their minimal yeah. interaction that they had in my opinion yeah but then like it builds them up like now they're friends yeah, yeah. and even when josh was talking to patrick like I f- that it, it's felt natural there because yeah. obviously because they are like family but yeah. it seemed yeah everything between lucy and josh seems like unnecessarily force fueled by their hatred anyway sorry go on yeah that's okay i was just going to say um she goes to his apartment they kiss whatever she sees that his bedroom is robin's egg blue which is the color of her eyes hey listen i like the fact that in the book it's green because lucy hale has green eyes (laughs) oh okay cool cool cool. i just love the naming specific details of like a color Cause like it's yeah. real, it's real life. Cause yeah. like there's baby spew green, you know, yeah, egg white, yeah. white, and all that type of stuff. Yeah. It's funny. I um, like that. One of my this is like one of my favorite tropes is like he's not gonna have sex with her because he's like if I'm gonna have sex with you, I need like more time. Like I'm gonna treat you right. It was a one and done type of situation as well. Yeah, and they're trying to savor yeah. it. Yeah. How stupid did he compare that to the analogy of him ho- like holding out his Easter eggs or whatever, yeah. his chocolate <laughs> eggs because he wanted to savor it. And, but everyone was pressuring him to, all his family was pressuring him to have it. Like how silly you're yeah. correlating a sexual experience to eating a fucking piece of chocolate. Yeah. Come but on. I love that. It's like the same as like, yeah, I get it. It's cute. Reese and Feyre, like when I bed you, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to treat, be treated yeah. right for sure. Yeah. But like the, so the next, that analogy was weird. Yeah. Next day it's work, it's normal, whatever. And then she calls Josh and then she hangs up and then he calls her and he's like, all right, 
come over and they make out, but he's like, I'm not having sex with you. Yeah, but she was going to call Danny, though. See, this is where she doesn't respect Danny. Our boy. Yeah. <laughs> Poor yeah. Danny. What was Danny like in the movie? Was he pretty cool? Nah, he was just like a nerdy guy. Oh, so they like, made him unlikable. Like stock standard, yeah. They made him, yeah. He wasn't unlikable. He was just like the goofy, nerdy guy. It's like, okay, oh. like, you don't he, match he, her energy. He doesn't realise he's being played, really. Yeah, watch oh. the movie. Oh, I will. It's like, it's a good movie. It's a good, like, sit down, like, at the end of the night, little rom-com. <laughs> so the next day, Lucy overhears Josh talking to Mr. Bexley, the boss, being like, oh, don't worry, I don't need help beating Lucy, like, for the job position or whatever. So she's like, oh, he's just used me, like, because he wants the job. So she calls Danny immediately. <laughs> Josh, like, sees that they're, like, meet, they've met up for coffee or whatever. Oh, yeah, because like, um, Helen, her boss, they had the a practice run of the, of the presentation. How, quickly, how did you find the presentation? Like, I found it seemed relevant at the time. Like, ebooks back then are, were making yeah. a surge. Yeah. And I felt like that sort of concept was had really good relevance. Yeah, I thought world. it was good. I was like, oh, this is actually something that I care about instead of, like, a la Spanish love deception. Oh, you need to put on an open day for these people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These what activities will we do? Like, yeah, 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 no, it was sure. actually yeah, relevant. It was very yeah. interesting, yeah. And uh, I, of course, thought that um, Josh was going to be a dick and have be told about her presentation a bit more yeah um and just quickly like i hate that he somehow figured it out anyway it's like bro you don't know everything you weirdo yeah <laughs> fucking stalker um so the next day josh so josh just is like bring your bag tomorrow because we're going to the wedding because <laughs> she's honoring her word yeah in the movie he just shows up at her house and he's like why aren't you ready like we're going to the wedding oh so as if there was <laughs> and like she's a- like i didn't think you'd still want me to go like <laughs> oh yeah yeah again yeah. communication yeah. Um, anyway, so the next day, though, Lucy he overhears Josh and Bexley, uh, Mr. Bexley arguing. She's like, what is that about? But no one would tell her. And I was like, interesting. We're going to circle back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was quite a significant moment. I love the joke with Janet, Janet from HR. She's like mm. nosing about, trying to keep things in check. It's like yeah. those aspects are funny. She's really funny in the movie. Yeah. Oh, good, good. And yeah. even Helen was funny in that moment. Yeah. Because Lucy's all paranoid and anxious, like, have I lost my job? Yeah. I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm going to lose my job. No, it's all good. Um, so during the drive to the wedding, Lucy and Josh are like all flirty and stuff. And she's like, oh, my sex dream was about you. Yeah. For that whole revelation, how she initially lied about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how she had to like wrangle the date with Danny. Like, mm. I must admit, the sexual tension was quite good though. It was. It was, it was, really it was very blue ball Yeah. Proverbial blue ball Yeah. But um, to be expected. Yeah. So in the book... They fool around in the hotel room, but then his mum calls him and is like, we need help with stuff. As you promised. In the movie, they have sex, and he's like, she's like, the rehearsal, and he's like, we can miss it, it's fine. Oh, see, mm, I don't think I like that change because of the whole savouring the moment. is essentially ruined. But no, they had like, because they had admitted by that point, they're like, well, oh, we okay. have feelings for each other, like, blah, 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 I suppose blah, the blah. movie had to push it along a bit as well, I guess. Yeah, and Josh like admits that like women have only wanted him for his looks, like... They like and they usually leave him like once they because, get to know him because there's too too much description of his tall masculine muscular yeah. muscular body yeah and this is when like at the wedding like yeah Mindy's looking at Josh with sad eyes or whatever like blah blah and then Lucy finds out that they were I have exes. to watch the movie now <laughs> yeah yeah I'll watch please it. do it's I will, good I will. and Lucy's like I'm gonna leave and Josh is like no stay like I didn't need you here like about Mindy I needed you here because my father's a dick yeah this is where it got very yeah Spanish love deception 
slash love hypothesis because the whole wedding thing you know because obviously in spanish love deception it was a fake date situation this is a semi-fake date situation as well at like one of the the dinners like when the parents interrogate lucy being like oh how'd you meet and you know how they have to make face and Mm. play on the relationship whatever and how they describe their first impressions and stuff, but it's always, like, that true moment. They're yeah. really honest. Like, I yeah. like those little tropes, but, like, it reminded me of it too much. And then the whole being scared of your parents slash your parents yeah. having, like, a legacy being doctors, it, yeah, definitely reminded me of Adam and his family yeah. and being in the military. It's like, yeah. bro, this is, like, the exact yeah. same. And then also when Lucy stood up to his yeah. father. Yeah, I loved it. I was though. like, okay, this is Icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, but like, true. yeah. But like, I was like, I'm, I'm all yeah. for it. Why do men need their girlfriends or fake girlfriends to stand up yes. to them? Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. right, would you like to take it away for the last section? Actually, I like that you're continuing on, though. I like it when you take the lead. You're much more concise than I am. <laughs> okay, I have I, I f- 19 minutes of battery left. So. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's okay. We'll be fine. We'll That's fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Also, okay. uh, just, oh, I suppose just quickly. Sorry. Now that you, now that you've given me the floor. For sorry. A mini moment. No, that's okay. Um, apart of i guess character development for lucy is that she is such like a people pleaser she's worried about people liking her she's a nice girl blah 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 um i thought there was gonna be more. it was good yeah sorry to see her stand on her own two feet yeah and be like you know what fuck you um, but the stepping stone was when she yelled denied uh who, whoever it was um julie time to hand in an assignment or whatever. yeah yeah um because adam adam fucking hell <sighs> uh josh in a way helps her and encourages her to you know keep her foot down yeah. because obviously yeah. it impacts her life as well if yeah. she has to stay late and do the reports and whatever but yeah that was that stepping st- i enjoyed that little stepping stone to her then being able to fully have a go at this prestigious doctor surgeon guy yeah. and yeah. yeah yell at him it was yeah. a great moment so josh and lucy go back to the city they admit that they love each other um he tells her that he's always been in love with her oh, like stupid. <laughs> of course he's like i intentionally painted my room the color of your eyes like creep so in the book, he's like, I'm changing jobs. You'll get the job at this company. So in the movie, I think they like have an argument or something and they're not talking. And then um, they get called in for like their, pre- their presentations. And then um, like Josh stands up and like makes this whole big speech about like how Bexley and Gammon are like moving forward and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, and you'll be able to do it because Lucy is like oh, the CEO. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've quit. I'm going to go work at like Harper and Collins or whatever. And it's like, that's what him and Bexley were fighting about. Like, yeah, so it's not left like unended. But. Yeah, that big fight was essentially his last day in the book as well. But that's really cool how, the, I suppose the movie needs to make it more theatrical and dramatic because otherwise his revelation at the end while they're still at the hotel or, or at his house or whatever is was a bit boring in comparison. But yeah, I was also very worried that Josh was going to get the position anyway because you get the contrast of the two characters because he admitted that he just needed this was just a job really to him yeah and that he's good with the finance and the numbers and the data behind it whereas lucy was incredibly passionate about it yeah and i am sick of books where the women take the step back and allow the men to have like the glory essentially but yeah i like i thought it wasn't going to be fair like how are you going to choose between someone who just wanted a job over someone who's directly passionate about this industry but i'm glad that he stepped down and then he had a whole spiel about um, in his new job that he's going to be in love with the uh, the enemy, I guess. Yeah, and then also yeah, there's like no conflict because like one of them doesn't have like the power over the other one. Like yeah, exactly. And like one's just like finance and data. Like is that really yeah. meant to be secretive? 
Yeah. Now that would have been a real nemesis, enemies to lovers, different yeah. actual companies. Yeah. Crazy. All right, and so that's the book essentially. Yeah. It's a, it's I an easy like, read. It's an easy read. It's a good read if you're like, oh, I just want to like sit down and like just like read like an easy book. Like I don't have to think too hard about it. Like I want something light and fun. Like a little bit smutty when there's the sex scenes and stuff. Yeah. It's very like high tension in that regard as well. Yeah. You do get the um, proverbial blue ball. Shall we go to our stars and listen? Sure. If there's no other like lingering thoughts. Not from me. I don't think so. Yeah, it's a very small, concise book. All right, to the stars. For those that are obviously uh, new, we read a one star and a five star review from Goodreads, just for shits and gigs. And we end on a five star note because we want to end on a positive note. Would you like to go first, Kenzie? Sure. Uh, my one star is, I'm still waiting for a handwritten apology from Sally Thorne for this atrocity. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have two one star because Ooh. I found this so funny. The first one is only three words. Josh, incel, misogynist. I saw that one. <laughs> and then my other one is a paragraph, but that's okay. And we didn't look too hard for these. So like these we are just did. on the public forum. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. D and F. I don't know if I should rate the book because I had to stop it before I got very far. But if I don't, I'll forget that I tried and we'll see all the magnificent reviews. I might try it again. No, I don't want to waste my time. I just find immature sniping so aggravating that I can't force myself to slog through it until I start to be interested in the characters. That's what happened with this one. Which I wholeheartedly agree. Like, I did not give yeah. a shit about their bit of feud in the beginning. And I yeah, yeah was very close to DNFing. Yeah. I couldn't find a lot of, like, five stars that weren't, like big reviews um so my five star is this was so cute (laughs) (laughs) love it love it all right this is my five star review five stars isn't enough i'd be hearing about this book from everyone so i finally decided to give it a try holy shit balls one of the best books i've read this year if you need anything if you need something to read this is hands down my reading wreck i agree it just depends depends what you like she also has another book called second first impressions that, I don't know, I'd like to give a try. Okay, we can give it a try. Yeah, it's like the same sort of situation. Like, yeah. yeah. Do we want to do it next week? Or if you want to break it up, I'm happy to break it up. No, that's fine. I'd like okay. to do it. All right. Week, All right. Fine. Cool, cool. We'll see how it goes. We'll yeah. see how it differs. Yeah. Is that just on the back of the physical book? Like that extra? Um. Yeah, and I also think I have it. I also think I bought it because I saw it and I was like, oh, that seems fun. Imagine it's like a multi, like the same universe situation where oh God, Lucy <laughs> and Josh make an appearance. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, as always, thank you for listening. You will find us on Instagram at letterbox underscore book underscore club. From there, our link is in the bio to our link tree. Our link tree is now also in our bio on TikTok. Yeah. So find us in all the places. And yeah, check us out next week for whatever that book was called because I already forgot. Second First Impressions. <laughs> <laughs> By Sarah Thorne. No, Sally yeah. Thorne. Sorry. Sally Thorne. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Thanks. Bye.